Coach Bird here. Welcome to the Hoops Made Simple podcast, where we're all about empowering athletes to make positive life choices. I have a very special episode planned for you all today. I'm here with a student of mine. His name is Anthony. Uh, we have some very powerful conversations um, all the time in class, and I just wanted to take the time to share one of our conversations with my listeners. So let's get straight into this because again i'm very excited so anthony for the listeners that don't know you i know a ton of your classmates in here know you um but for my listeners that don't know you how would you describe yourself well i say i'm a kind of wise easygoing fun fella above all i don't really you know try and value people as equal all that i you know i just kind of roll with life I guess is the easiest way to describe me kind okay. of let it hit me so when you say like roll with life can you go like deeper into that for me well I don't think we really have much control out of what comes out of our future we can kind of set it up as much as we want but we don't know what's going to happen so we can plan something every day but we really got to try to make something happen and we can only hope for it to happen so that's it's a lot of it. So I say really roll with life. Whatever cards you have dealt to, make the best out of them. Oh, that's good. That's, that's deep. So who has been the biggest influence in your life, sir? Well, I got a lot of them. My biggest ones that I know, probably my dad and my grandpa. Uh, grandfather before he passed, he was a... Uh, he was a Green Beret military, served three tours, I think, in Vietnam, something around that. You know, he became a very Christian guy later on in life. He became a dog shelter. He had a lot of positive things that he did later on in his life. And early on in his life, he was, you know, in the military and all that. And he, he talked a little bit about it, but he was always very humble. He never spoke about being a Green Beret, which is one of the highest honors he could have gotten at the time. Okay. He always spoke about being a Ranger in the Army instead, which was way less of an achievement for him. But he was always a really humble guy, so that taught me a lot. My dad, he just, he's a very great you know kind of grindy guy he kind of teaches me all the time to you know pursue what I want always you know strive for better he's the type of guy who sets a point on his map and then he goes past it so you so would you say you have a lot of structure they it's like a lot of yes sir no sir like do they give you like free range not to do what you want but to like you say at home is very structured for you is what I'm asking it's not it's not 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 really we're kind of a my whole family people have been over to my house they they everyone usually loves it there because generally you can like even i could call my dad you know i say hey bro or something like that you know mm-hmm. it's it's pretty laid back where i am and that's a that's a lot to do with my family my ideals and a lot of things has to do with my laid back family so i kind of earned you know gained that from them okay what's your favorite curse word I'm joking, don't answer that question. <laughs> All right, serious note. So, you told me, like, one of the first days that I met you that you lost your mother. Yeah. Right? And I lost my father when I was young. I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you first told me that it it hit me because i was like man i lost my father but losing my mother i don't know like what i would have did because that bond that we've always had has been very special so can you just elaborate on how you were able to cope with that how like how your life has changed since then like yeah of course uh, uh well at first you know i was really young i didn't really process what was going on right uh, you know it's kind of something you think oh, you know, I'm going to see him again later or something like that. But then you realize, you know, hit me a year and a half later. Because I was, you know, nine at the time. Right. Hit me a little bit later. I was like, oh, she's going, going, right? Right. And that 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 kind of hits. And it, it it leads into a future question I think we have. But it, it hits me with this kind of, this infatuation on life that's not built around life itself. It's more, you know, the death part of life. And that constantly worries me. But that's something that's, you know, left over. But generally, the impact that directly was caused from it kind of inspired me to go and do my best I can, okay. uh, I would say. Because, you know, it's it's not something you expect to happen. But the fact that it did happen, it's something that you kind of get pushed by every day. You okay. know, uh, especially, you know, <laughs> people called me growing up, I was a mama's boy, all that. So... It kind of pushes me all the time uh, to, you know, try and do the best that I can for her, you know, even though she's gone. She's not with us anymore. It feels like it's kind of a dedication towards her uh, every day I, I walk. Okay. So you just said something that's that's deep to me. You said that the death part of life scares you. Like, what do you mean by that? I've always had an infatuation on that topic, but uh-huh. um, it's always just been something I remember even when I was little, little, I, I thought about it a lot. Uh, I don't know what it is, but there's an infatuation on it that I have that's kind of a little bit unhealthy, some people say, but I think it helps me ground myself all the time, uh, kind of remain humble. It helps me realize that, you know, regardless of what someone says, I can forgive them because this is not permanent. This is not a permanent state Ooh, right here. that's deep. So the fact that this is not permanent and I don't know what is permanent because mm-hmm. as we know, nothing is permanent and that's it's proven in so many ways. But, you know, you have all your religions and you have all these other things that I've, I've studied into because I'm so big into philosophy. But you study into all these different things and you kind of just start to question everything and existence and life itself is part of that. And, you know, I've never been a person to believe that there's much afterlife, but... You know, I've had some experiences, call me crazy, but, you know, I've had some experiences that have led me to believe that there is something out there, maybe not something after our life, but something out there for us to help us. Okay. So, what keeps you up at night? That <laughs> same thought of death. <laughs> okay, but, outside of that. Uh, right. So, I, from what I know from you, mm-hmm. you seem like a very ambitious young man. Mm-hmm. So... What what what's that thing that keeps you up? But the striving factor. Yeah. All right. Uh, usually, I feel like I got to do the best. I got two beautiful little nieces that are twins, born the same day. You know all that, and they're, you know, they're kind of my big pushing factor as of right now. Uh, they're one of my biggest factors to do my best for my family, for my friends, for everyone around me. I feel like if I'm better, I can make people around me better. And the fact of that kind of kind of keeps me up thinking of what I'm gonna do the next day to do the better, the the best I can. 
Alright. So from our conversations, it seems like you have a ton of knowledge, right? And I have a lot of listeners that are your age, maybe a little bit older than you. Alright. How do you obtain your knowledge? Like what resources do you use to obtain that knowledge? Well, I would say actually just reading uh, is probably the best things you can do. Because you can read all these books, you know, there's direct books from, if you're into philosophy, you can read direct books about philosophy, football, basketball, you know, you can read books from basketball players, self-biographies, you know, autobiographies, my bad. You can do any of that, and um, just reading is my biggest source of knowledge. And you can read ebooks nowadays, books are easily accessible, so really reading and wanting, having that that thirst for knowledge is the biggest thing. You have to want knowledge to obtain. You can't say that you want to be smart or say that you want to go out and be the best three-point shooter if you don't learn how to do it, if you don't put the effort in to do it. So knowledge is just something I'm very passionate about and want to constantly try my best to learn. Ebooks is the way I go. I have to agree with you with that. Ebooks thing. I like to read here and there as well, but the e-books. Mm-hmm. Favorite quote, bud? Well, I got a couple. Okay. All right, so. Give me your favorite. Just, oh, just one. You got to pick one. Pick all right, one. all right, all right. So the one that I probably think about the most, the one that I'd probably say is my favorite, is from Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, an eye for an eye only ends up making the whole world blind. Okay. So if you consistently, you know, want revenge, you seek that vengeance or... Whatever it is, you're never going to make it better. Mm. It's better to forgive than to consistently try and hurt someone who hurt you. And that's that's a lesson everyone learns eventually. But mm. that, I think that quote helps a lot when a lot of situations. Because, you know, you sometimes you want to, you know, just punch through in the face. But then you think about it, you're like, nah, it's, it just doesn't make sense to constantly seek a vengeance for someone something else someone did right when you can be the better person and walk away from the whole situation that's deep okay so that's deep man what's the most important lesson you've learned in life the most important thing i think i've ever learned is well this i kind of say it myself <laughs> uh, don't let this world change you Ooh, society will constantly bend will constantly change will constantly push you in some way you know the railroad track will switch but you stay on your lane right. you stay dedicated to what you want to do this world will always be against you it's up to you to decide who you are and stay what you are right you know it's really about being real to you okay. be love what you are you know recognize yourself once you feel like you've lost yourself you can always find a track back too. There's never, it's never the end. There's always a way to get back. How old are you, man? 15. Are you sure you're only 15? Yeah. All right. So when it's all said and done, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be remembered at? Like, what Like, what do you want to be remembered for? Who do you want to be remembered as? Like, how are you going to leave your mark? What's that little line in between the start and the end date? You don't want to be the next James and I'm playing. <laughs> Uh, really, I just want to be remembered as a, to some a good friend, to some a good uncle, to some a good family member, to some a good brother, to to each his own. You know, I I just want to be remembered as, 
as someone who was uh, rather than someone who's great you know <laughs> I could care less about the great part and and for me uh, it's never mattered to me the notoriety it's you know just doing the best I can for others all right so we'll let you take control for a second is there anything that you've ever wanted to ask me or something that has popped in your head during this interview that you want to ask me so since you have the Hoops Made Simple podcast, you were obviously into basketball at some point. Right. So, well, you know, you're, you're a tall guy, six foot five. Right. Yes, so, sir. you know, you ever have any NBA ambition? I did when I was young. Then I got into college and I was like, I'm a Division two basketball player, which I was still very good. I was always one of the better players in the, the conference that I was in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you start really looking at it and it's like, you can't just be like one of the better players in the Division Two conference, right? Mm. Like, they got they're pulling kids from overseas. They're pulling kids that are the top of the high major Division One colleges. So I just got real with myself, and I was like, all right, let me change lanes and figure out how I can give back at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had a great career playing basketball. It was fun. I met a ton of people, mm-hmm. and I thought about chasing the overseas thing, but I wanted to leave an impact, and I'm happy with my decision, Mm -hmm. Um, period. That's it. Does that answer your question? Yeah. All right. So it's almost time to go to lunch. Yeah, we're at school, I know. This has been a great interview. I really enjoyed this, man. But before we close, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with, your classmates with, before we close this podcast episode? Same advice I said earlier, don't let the world change you. Stay yourself, uh, teach his own, mind your own business. Don't involve in others' affairs, you know. Just be your own person. Be someone who loves yourself, too. That's something people find hard. But, you know, let's just do the best for yourself and others. Anthony, I really appreciate you doing this episode, man. I really enjoyed this. Um... My listeners, if you all enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it and share it in your uh, Instagram stories, Snapchat stories. This was a class. This is gonna be a classic forever. Um, again, I appreciate you. No uh, all right, I'll see you all next week or listening next week.